Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. At the end of each episode, I ask the participant to frame final words for future generations who may be looking back on this pandemic with curiosity, wonder, or the need for knowledge, just as we are looking back at the Spanish flu of 1918. These words don't always make it into the final podcast episodes, so every 10th episode will be a special edition of the final thoughts of the previous 10 participants. I think there's always an opportunity, and opportunities are harder to find, but the payoffs actually go deeper and wider when they are found in times of hardships. And COVID, like health crises, like times of war, like all of the big things that happen to people individually and societally, you have to both personally and societally find your way to transmute uh, breakdown to breakthrough. And I think what the virus particularly is teaching us uh, is adaptation and exponential change. And it's teaching us how to evolve. Nature is always the highest teacher. And viruses are both invisible and they're the smallest unit. But the, the really big thing about them is they do not replicate on their own. They need a host. So we have to ask ourselves, what are we hosting? And we have the opportunity individually just to wear a mask. There's so few things where you can participate at the smallest level to have that butterfly effect <laughs> where you can say, perhaps I saved a life just by wearing this mask today. And I think if we um, can lead our resentments toward appreciation, <laughs> there, there are natural ways where people are hurting and they have lost jobs and they have to contend with enormous things, not just now, but knowing from now, the consequences will be many years. And we don't know if they'll be handled correctly or not in a way that can pull us out. But we do know now that one thing we can control is our mindset. 
and to use that reset button for our mindset to go to breakthrough in your own personal way. Do not ever listen to your government. They're lying. No matter which government we're talking about, they're lying for sure. Their interests are not really, really clear, but they're not on your side. Do not listen to them. Listen to the science. Pay close attention. Believe in people who know more than you do. And question the people who we sometimes we, we put our faith in normally and I'm speaking especially um, towards the people who are in the administration right this moment there's a lot of things that should change there's a lot of things that need to be changed as wiser people than I have said it'll go away it'll pass uh, this will bring us closer together. May, there will be tough times. It's possible to lose someone. You will definitely cry <laughs> and uh, feel anxious and worried. And uh, it's an emotional roller coaster. But hey, it's not a war. That's a problem. This will go through this. There. It's, it's not a war, it will be all right. Be compassionate when you're considering history. People are going through a lot more than you might expect that they are. And situations are very complex. So whether or not you understand the choices that they make or the long-term implications of what they did or didn't do, have compassion for them or at least empathy. To be truthful, I wish they could open up my journal. Um, I, I was never a big journaler before this, but even seeing what life was day to day, in and out, uh, you know, the idea of what life looked like and what life felt like. Something as simple as I can't get my medications because the post office has slowed down. Or I'm frustrated that my niece couldn't have a birthday party. And, you know, that little girl just wanted a birthday party with her classmates. I know this will not last forever. This particular pandemic but at this point we also don't know how long this will last I think about the black plague and I realized not much has changed when it comes to pandemics uh even with you know a good 700 years between them we could be dealing with this for many more years and that is being pragmatic. We are now living in a new normal. And that's a very interesting thing to say as someone who was born in 84, as a senior, started living a new normal after 
they say my Oregon Trail generation, we've supposedly lived through multiple historic uh, economic depressions. We have lived through multiple historic natural disasters. And here we are with another once in a lifetime event. And as much as I would love for this to be the last once in a lifetime event, I don't think it will be. And it's very much a take it one day at a time. And that's really all we can do. It's to believe in science. It is to know history. Because if not, you will repeat it. And I hope that anyone who reads this book understands that this was our life. This will not be our demise, as far as we know, uh, because it is a virus and we don't know the long-term effects. This will not end us. And I think we will come out stronger than ever after this. And that gives me hope. What the what the pandemic has taught me, we all think we're the center of the world, center of the universe, and that's true in the sense that, like that's how we experience the world. Like we relate everything to to ourselves, but in the grand scheme of things, we're in this together. Like not just the pandemic, but as as a species, doesn't matter what your nationality, your religion, your sexual preference, your skin color, like none of that matters. This, this pandemic has affected us equally. What I'm trying to say is there's more important things than the little things we get caught up on every single day. The differences between us and the, the conflicts and the problems of the day that we think are so big really aren't that big. And, and what, what the pandemic taught me is like getting back to the basics is the most important thing. Like I, I connected with lots of people that I haven't connected with in a long time because of, of the pandemic. Well, now I make an effort to continue that, like to make that more part of my life, check in with people and, and have those, um, have those connections and support and support the people that, that I love and that I care about and translate that to my community as well. Like continue being a credit to my community and, and uplifting it in any way that I can. And that's really, you know, we all have dreams of changing the world when we're, when we're young. And we always think, you know, you need to make this massive impact on the world. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? But it comes down to, you know, what you do. The only thing that you control is, is what you do, your, your thoughts, your actions. And if you can help your community, if you make your community a better place, however you do that, whatever contribution that you can make to it, that's enough. That can set off a chain reaction that changes the world. So it's like, don't forget the little things because those are the most important. You know, it's not, it's not your job. It's not, it's not money. It's not possessions. It's not anything else. It's each other. I think there are so many things that we have learned as 
maybe as small individual people uh, and as a society and a global society, all the different aspects. I think it, it has affected the whole world in a way that nothing before has really kind of done. It's the first time something comes out this fast and affecting everyone on the globe. Uh, but I definitely don't think it's the last time. I think uh, maybe there will be an, other pandemics. Uh, and one thing that will definitely affect us all and is already is the climate change. And I think that during the, this pandemic, maybe we have learned things that we can, that we can use in that. Uh, both when it comes to working together and also from, I think personally, what I have, have seen and I think people, individual people have seen is that we can make quite big changes quite quickly if we want to. And when it comes to the climate change, we should do it, but we don't because it's not, it's not something that, that we see every day. It's not as quickly moving maybe as the pandemic, but if we could take that as serious as we do with this pandemic, maybe we can change that. And that's maybe a hope that I would, I would hope that the leaders in, in the world maybe learn from, from the pandemic, that we can do these changes and we should do them. Well, I think for a lot of people, there's this idea that this 2020 is a truly horrible year, especially in the U.S. Some people are very upset about the election or about Trump or, or the pandemic or the economy and things look really bleak. But uh, I think that in the end, even with all that, there's happiness and things go on. It's never really as horrible as people may think, even though you know, it's personally can be very tragic, but in general, things go on. It's critically important to build your resilient skills before you need them, because it's a habit. The communication with yourself, the communication with others, all of it's a habit. Chaos is inevitable. Change is inevitable. Challenging circumstances that come externally that you cannot and will not be able to control are inevitable. So taking the mindset that all of a set, all of that is going to be true, then figuring out how to set yourself up because there are different ways to be comfortable with change. There are people who are really struggling right now that have a low comfort level with change. And there are people that are, are thriving right now because they have a low comfort level with the status quo. And there's some, some stuff in there. So getting really comfortable with the mindset and getting your habits in place before you need them. But you know, when you've got your different resilience keys, you know, the, the relationships, your network, who's important to you and being discretionary about all of that all the time. So that not if, but when, whether it's an illness, whether it's an international pandemic, whether it's uh, an attack from another country, whether it is a, a racial, you know, discourse, what, whatever it is, what, whether it's a, an organizational merger and acquisition, whether it is a death in, of someone you care about, whether it's a small level 
or a huge level, that resilience in the short term and the long term and having that mindset and having those tools in place before you need them is critical. Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe. Stay well.